0: Hello, welcome to Marcus and Eric Learn Stuff from Smarter People. I'm Marcus Monroe. And I'm Eric Newman. Today we're joined by by Sizon Griffin, who is one of the best drummers in New York City. And not only that, he is a street performer, a busker, if you will, in Central Park. And whenever I'm in Central Park, Eric, and I'm with my wife, and we're walking down the street, we hear... Like drums, that was supposed to be drums. I hope he I hope he does
1: better than your impression of it.
0: And I'm like, Oh, that could be Saizon. And nine out of ten, ten times it is Saizon because he's usually in the same spot and has one of the biggest crowds of people around him dancing, throwing him money. It's uh it's an amazing sight to see. Amazing. By
1: the way, I love street performance so much. I just want to start by saying that, man. Like
0: But you know what what's great about Saizon, and we'll get to him in a second, is that he is one of these performers like a lot of street performers are like, I'm gonna do this, but now here's ten minutes of build up. Up, and then I'm going to do a here, then there's the payoff. Saizan is just, like, giving you the goods all the time because he's drumming, he's working the crowd, usually shirtless, he's got it, like, he's pretty jacked. So, Saizan, welcome to the podcast.
2: What's going on, man? How you doing?
0: I'm great. I am great. Welcome. That w-
1: welcome. Uh, that was the longest intro in history to introduce a guest. Well, I'm but...
0: excited that you're here because we're friends. I've known Saizan yes. for, I don't know, maybe, like, eight years or something like that? Seven it's be- years. Seven years. It's been a while. It's been great uh, working with him. We used to do a show together, so it's great to see that he's, you know, him. he's he's working as much as he is.
1: Hell yeah man that's awesome. Where uh where specifically in Central Park can we find you? By the Shakespeare statue. Shakespeare is that is that in the 70s? 65th E65th.
2: E65th. Yeah.
0: It's oh, yeah. right down the promenade. like you know that promenade that they have is that what you call that area by the Bethesda fountain? If yeah, you were that's to that's walk front south would yeah. you walk all the way south down that promenade you'll get to size
1: It's like um it's like a, a whole like path of like benches and right? it's it's my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. part of Park. So how long have you been in that spot? Uh, it's going on four years now.
0: So when you have when you're a street performer and you're like this is my spot my my people know I'm in this spot but it's not like roped off it's not like this is Saizan's spot like how do you say mark your territory as a street performer in New York City you outwork
2: everybody obviously you just gotta outwork everybody you gotta beat it before they get there you gotta make sure that you're there consistently and just just rock it out and they 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 get the they get the point
1: do people know people in the community people other other artists do they know that's your spot
2: yes okay yes I. I have built up a foundation where I know the artists, where I know the painters, where they know me. They'd be like, hey, man, what's going on? How's everything going? That's, That's cool. awesome. Yeah.
0: So if you ever see another performer, another band, a, a, a jazz trio setting up there, you'll be like, hey, guys, you got to move somewhere else? No. Or, no,
2: no. No. I believe in laws. And I believe that that keeps a structure for everything. Without laws, there is no structure. So I believe in that strongly. So when somebody else is there, they set up already you know what, kudos, take my hat off, you got the spot. But when I come there, I be there all day. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: There's no, there's no. If, if you're there, you're drumming, you're doing your thing, and you see a guy with a cello walking down the street, you're like, uh-uh, you're not setting up here, this is my zone, right?
2: Uh, it depends, because I have gave people my spot before. You have? Yes, they have. They Dude, have, that yeah.
0: seems <sighs> like that, the one of the nicest things to do. I mean, I'm a very generous
1: person. You are a generous person. Well, I think he's also confident in his... Ability and then he knows that he's gonna create a buzz and and so if it's there or there it's gonna happen right correct yeah. so how long have you been playing music for
2: twenty two years twenty two years two
1: and what uh, so I guess uh how, well when you say I'm there all day what's all day
2: well <clears throat> for example on the weekends I get there at seven o'clock in the morning wow and I leave about six o'clock seven o'clock at night and you play the whole time and I'm playing the whole time and you don't get tired days man I'm taking uh. 15 10 minute breaks but that's about it I'm going right into it and no I don't get tired because I, this is something I've been doing for years and years I may get a little bit tired because I've been been playing out like I'm supposed to be so it maybe it's like a, it's like working out you go to the gym yeah you yeah, don't yeah. go to the gym and you might be a little bit sluggish but you shake it off it's like the more you drum, the less
1: tired you are exactly. when you have to drum extended periods of time. Exactly.
0: Zan, you're still in your 20s, right? Yeah. You're still in your 20s? He's been playing drums for so long. Hold on. How old are you?
2: 25. You started drumming three? Yeah. Right. Isn't that amazing? Wait, so I met you when you were like 16? No, you met me when I was 19.
0: 19. Dang, I can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Prasad in here and to teach me math. I'm not really
2: smart. My God. so we have a smarter person on our podcast. <laughs> That's
0: right. All right, Sasan, take us through. Uh, yeah, how did you find this passion for drumming?
2: I came to find the real passion and love for drumming at the age of 19. At the age of 20, let's say that, because I've been drumming my whole entire life. My dad is a pastor. My mom, she's uh prophet, all that all that stuff that come from a Christian family, so I grew up in church playing drums all my life. But it was never really my true passion. Dance was my true passion. So I came to New York initially to dance, not to drum. Wow
0: what kind of dance were you studying?
2: Break dancing, contortion, pop
0: can you pop without the lock? <laughs> Do you? Isn't it pop and lock? Like, Don't you need to? I have no idea, dude. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't know. That, I would uh, not know. Yeah. Saison, yeah. I'm asking you. That's a good question. Yes. You need the lock to pop. You need pop. the
2: lock. You need the
1: lock.
0: Because if you pop, you might get stuck. And you're like, oh, no, you got a lock.
1: <laughs> That's right. This is the nerdiest explanation of what he does I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. I am. I am from Wisconsin. Let's not forget. Pop and lock.
1: <laughs> Here we go with Saison.
2: Okay. So you came to New York to be a dancer. Yes. What happened? How'd you transition they it was going good so far and then like a couple months in my body started breaking down on me my shoulders start dislocating, my knees start giving me trouble cuz i had torn meniscus. So the dancing was out. <laughs> I'm like, okay, i can't do the dance right now. Is i got to got to do something cuz i'm not going back home and i got to make it happen now. So i'm like, i can drum. You're
1: like, i'm not being a pastor. No matter what, i'm not being a pastor. I'm not being a pastor.
0: Besides <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great pastor. I think he would. His voice is very soothing. Very soothing and very he's soothing. got a great spirit. I
2: love it. Thank you. Very contagious smile, size. I'm him.
1: about to convert. I'm a Jew.
2: Uh, <laughs> 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 nice. Nah, you know I should have brought matzah
1: ah see there you go it's not passover for another uh you know six months or whatever but.
2: it's not it's not but i love to eat it every now and again <laughs> but yeah so yeah i had to fair i said i have to figure out what i'm gonna do so i'm like i can drum let me see what i can do with the drumming i found a church to play at I, I asked to use their equipment to go perform in the streets and it was like hey we don't know you like that but you asking us and we, we'll lend, um a helping hand so they let me use their hi-hat and their snare so I just went out with a hi-hat and a snare, and I performed it in the subway, just a hi-hat and a snare. Wow. Just a certain amount of time, and then drumming instantly took off. Because with me performing with a hi-hat and a snare, a couple weeks prior to that, a company hit me up to do an audition for a commercial for a Pringles commercial, to, to drum on a Pringles commercial. So I'm like, okay. That was my first sign. Amazing. Did you book it? No. Oh, okay. okay.
1: Yeah, but just to just to know yeah, that you got were watching. people were watching and yeah. people were interested in Exactly. Yeah.
2: Just off a hi-hat and a snare. So I'm like, okay, wow. I got something here. Yeah. You need to get more drums. Yes. Yeah. I kept going out. I saved some money and I got a I got a full drum set eventually. Wow. And did you bring that back to the subway? Oh, yes. Which which subway station? When I first started off, I was going to Atlantic and Berkeley Center.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good one because that's a lot
2: of foot traffic, and right? Yep, yep. yep. Union Square, Broadway Junction, Washington Square Park, uh, Battery Park, and yeah, that that was my area.
1: Covered a lot of ground, and so did you. So you brought all the equipment with you. You set up. How long roughly does it take you to set up
2: once you arrive? It honestly depends on how I'm feeling because I can set up in five minutes or I can set up in thirty minutes. Mm -hmm. Depends how tired you are. Depends on how tired I am. Yes.
0: So when did you graduate then from the subways to the park? Or is that? I would imagine that would be an upgrade, right? Yes.
2: Yes. It took me a while because. I was performing in the subways for a couple of years, just figuring out everything, going to, performing at every main spot that you could perform at in the subways, and just figuring that out for a while. So I was there with a few other performers, and I'm just learning from them, just learning a couple of years, just figuring things out, just trying to figure out who I'm going to be, what I want to become. So that was for a couple of years, and then after like the third year, I started going outside more. And I'm like, okay, I like how outside it is. I like how it treats me. I like the air, the fresh air, and you know, everything is not congested. And it felt it felt amazing. So I'm like, okay, I must, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make this my thing. But I haven't, found, I didn't find an initial spot yet. Mm-hmm. I was still just going spot to spot. Sure. And this was when I could perform at Times Square. Oh. Okay. This is when Times Square allowed you to play drums there. They don't allow, allow you no anymore. They don't allow it no Interesting. more. Interesting. They consider it as furniture. Really?
0: Yeah. Because uh-huh, you're putting things down on the ground. On the right? ground. It has legs. Uh, you need to find a drum set. You can like a one-man band like Mary Poppins, you know, <laughs> and the Dick Van Dyke's walking around like, you got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yank, pulling levers and cranks.
2: So what year did you start performing consistently in Central Park? i say 2017. 2017, I started going consistently into Central Park, 2017, 18, 19. Yep. 2017.
1: And can I ask you like, and I don't know if this is too personal or whatever, so feel free to answer what you want. Boxers or briefs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What's your typical earnings from, I know it's probably too much, right? Our, produ- our, our producer just goes, he gave me a look like what? Well,
0: well, look, I'm sure it varies. No, right? no, no, no. But, but he, he, look, you ask because these are for people who,
2: who want to know,
1: potentially might want to know or might want to do it. So you ask like, oh, what is it? What do you make starting salary in real estate? What do you feel comfortable answering? I guess I can answer all those questions. OK, for you. OK, here okay. we
2: go, baby. Here's the good stuff. There we go. It depends on you and the person, because starting off, you're not going to make anything. Yep. That's what anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but the gra the more you go, it depends on who you are, and depends on your mindset and how you view people and stuff like that. You may make between somewhere between—it depends—but you may make anything. Me personally, I make anything near a thousand to eight hundred, nine hundred uh, in a day. In a day. That's a great, yeah, yeah. great living. To
0: also say, like, but he's also paying for his own equipment. You know, he has sure, um, but it's not it's not equipment you have to upgrade constantly. No, but you have to you have to upkeep. You know, there's he breaking drumsticks, breaking drums and stuff. And he also, I know you have like a guy that kind of watches over you
1: in a way. You have like an audio guy with you, correct?
2: Yes, correct.
1: correct. Is he with you at all times?
2: Yes. So
1: he's your he's your full time employee.
2: employee tech guy yes
1: and what just in case like you know something happens with the
2: drum or whatever he fixes it or
1: yep he does
2: that for me and he also has a huge freaking 24 inch speaker that blasts music so it it accommodates
1: wow wow and how long has he been with you two years now amazing
2: what's your schedule now my schedule now is two days two days <laughs> two days out of the, out of the whole hey, entire week are you doing wow. the weekends We're just doing weekends Wow. And why and is that why is that um, because the pandemic really hit everywhere It hit everywhere hard But especially New York And it's not the same The atmosphere, the energy It's nothing Nothing is the same So no the tourists from Europe or from Is is exactly. Australia or... Right Exactly So on the weekdays It's a ghost town So it's not worth it Unless I want to go out and practice Which I can do that at home Or I can go book a studio To right. do that at So how many uh,
1: Pre-pandemic How many days were you uh... Every day Every wow. day, baby. Every day. That's, that's what that. you got to do. <laughs> so are you planning on going back to the full time schedule once like the world completely opens
2: or? No, I'm um right now. I'm making a plan to create my own show so I can get into venues and start a tour. Amazing. Marcus mentioned that you worked with Action Bronson for a little while. Oh, yeah. Yep, Yeah. yeah that and how did that happen? I guess people would be curious to hear how that happened. His manager was scouting for musicians for a TV show that he had coming out and she saw me in central park and she said I, she think i fit the vibe but they was there just to showcase their talent there there was no like intentions of having a band playing and having background music people playing there was no tensions of that the intentions was just finding musicians bringing them on the show to showcase their talent but it ended up being they liked the band and the people that they had so much they made a contract and they hired us for the whole time show
1: amazing that's amazing that is incredible and how many
2: episodes was that a like hundred, like some, wow. some roughly, some roughly above wow. that. Wow! And did you develop a relationship with? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I used to, I used to be cool with him. Like we used to chill. Or I used to go to his house. He used to give me, yo, this dude. He's a cool dude, cool, genuine guy. He used to give me shoes all the time. He used to go to his house. He used to give me weed all the time. Nice. He's a great guy. Great guy. What meant more, the shoes or the weed? Uh tough one, right? Yeah, I don't want to get into that.
0: Like <laughs> you're in Central Park, tons of people all around you. Whenever, whenever I see you playing, sometimes there's so many people I can't even come up to you because it's just like I don't want to kill your vibe. Yeah, yeah. Do you see a lot of uh, famous people like stop by and check out your music? And like, who are some of those people that have uh, watched, come, stopped, and watched you?
2: Um, I don't want to butcher these guys' names, but I'll try. This one actress named Adrian Boner. Oh, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. Yeah. Yes. You know Adrian Brody from, from The Purge.
1: From the Pianist, that's Adrian Grenier. Yes. Oh yeah, Adrian Brody from the Pianist. He was in Hong Kong. Kong uh, oh King Kong. yeah, yes, yeah. He won an Academy Award. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Adrian Brody. I know
0: the guy. I know who he is. He won the Academy Award for that movie. <laughs> that's because I just said that. And he has he has like the the yeah the big nose.
1: The big nose.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. Who else was there? Andre 2000. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's the guy from
0: uh from that uh that hip hop duo. That's right. <laughs> Outcast i like them. sorry uh-huh baby uh-huh
1: yeah yeah <laughs> baby uh-huh imagine the rest of the podcast
2: was you just singing the song
0: people would tune out right away thankfully we have sizes and people are interested so what are some of your favorite gigs that you've played
2: the bronson one the bronson gig where what was did you play in a venue did you play in a huge venue well we did plenty of gigs i did a spotify session with him recorded some tracks with him uh you can look that up on Spotify. Just look up Spotify, uh Spotify session with Bronson, and you'll hear all the tracks on there. Playing with the Blue Man Group. Nice. That was epic, epic moment of my life. And where was that venue? That was in Boston on Lawn D. Are these big venues
1: that you're playing at?
2: Yes. Like how many people would you say, roughly, was at that? At the, at the Blue Man Group, group, group? venue, oof, probably six, 700.
0: Do you get nervous ever when you're playing?
2: Um. Yes. Yeah. What, do
0: you, what do you do when, you, when you're nervous? Do you do anything about it? Like anything to calm yourself down?
2: I just start playing. The nervous is before I start playing. Sure. I, I'm, I'm nervous, but once I sit down and you're I start playing, it. I'm like, okay. Wow! Why, why am I nervous?
0: That makes sense. That kind of that goes with like stand up and performing too.
1: I always say that I go. I'm nervous until I pick up the mic. I have the mic, I'm good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, okay, so you said you're trying to. Now you're currently in a place where you want to. Uh, you want to have a TV show. Yes. Right. So, yes. what would
2: the premise of the TV show be? Well, basically, <clears throat> not more so of a TV show, more so of a show that I can take around the world. And just perform. Live
1: show. Live Live show. show. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Live show.
2: And so, would you have someone open for you? How
1: does it work in the drumming world, I guess? like, Or do you just come out cold and just start?
2: Ideally, you just start coming out cold, but... I would look into the... To have somebody open it up because I want to make it more interesting. And would that be another drummer or somebody doing something else? Depends. I have to some That's something I think about in the future. But yeah, I want something... The show just to be consistent of me, honestly.
0: Yeah. And it, it's you drumming and it's... Uh, are you? Is, it an, is there a narrative to the show? Are you taking us on a journey about your life?
2: Great question. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm going to create a bunch of music that I'm going to put onto a track and I'm just going to jam out. But it's going to be like... Articulated and it's going to be a range. It's just not going to be tracks. That's just going to be playing, 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 playing. It's going to be like a, it's an actual show. It's going to have bloopers in there, funny, funny sound, funny sound effects, uh, all that type give, of stuff. Give us
0: an example of a funny
1: sound effect. I'll do one.
2: <laughs> is that going to make the show or no?
1: That sound effect? Uh, do it again. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I,
2: th- I think I could use that.
1: Yeah. have Marcus on the show. Yeah, yeah. This is my audition. I can
0: also do like... Like a good, you a, a good
2: do, toot, good toot, good toot.
0: Yeah. Can you? You don't do any sound effects. <laughs> that's just a toot. Do another one. Do that's a different toot. Though. Yeah, but that that one. Okay. Do do like a not. <laughs> oh, that was good. That sounded like a, a car with a cat inside of it.
1: That's exactly <laughs> what it was. How'd you know that's what it was? You've done that before. and You're like here. Here's my impression of a of a car <laughs> with a cat. Yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to ask you: Who's your favorite drummer?
2: Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich. Don't know who that is. You don't know who Buddy Rich is is an old legend from back in the day, old jazz player. And just look him up, man. Just look, that's all I'm going to say. I ain't going to give you too much information. Just Buddy Rich, just look him up on YouTube, the baddest drummer in the whole entire world, still to this day. And he died at, he had to die like 86, 90, something like that. But still at 86, he was going 100 miles per hour. And still clean, crisp.
0: There's something about drummers and longevity, like Travis Barker. I was about to say Travis yeah, Barker. Like, I, I love, love Travis Barker. We, Eric and I are both huge Blink-182 fans. Yeah, We we sang, we had like a three-hour road trip. Where we were just singing Blink-182 the whole time. And there's something t- to be said, though, because he started drumming probably when he was a preteen, maybe when he was four years old. I don't know when he started, but he's still doing it and still doing it at the level that he was.
1: Do you see Travis being one of the best drummers today?
2: I love I love Travis. I love Travis. I love his story. I love him as a human being. I love him as a drummer. But when it comes to the drum community and putting him at, up on the on that pedestal no, he, I don't see he's, him as being one of the best like, drummers. What do you see him as being a good drummer? I see him... Yeah. Yes, matter of fact, I can say I see him as being a best drummer because of his lifestyle, what he has done, yeah, the things yeah, that yeah. he has done. Accomplishments. and, and, and yeah, stuff yeah. like Maybe, that. Maybe
0: like lay people like us who aren't in the drumming world, like we we just think like Travis Barker's like the drummer, but I guess two drummers... But he's respected.
2: He's res- No, he he's hella respected. Yeah. But when it comes to like drumming, mm. no. No. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Like he's not as as technically as advanced as other people.
2: <sighs> not at all.
0: Wow! No, wow. I, I always thought he was so good, but I I guess it was just in a really popular band. I mean, he sure is probably no. Really he good. he
2: is good. Yeah. Don't discredit him at all. He is amazing. But when it comes to drumming and into that world, it's a whole different ball game. Uh, interesting. And there's probably drummers
1: who like we've never heard of that in the drumming world are just like revered and just so respected. Yeah. I mean, yes. there's there
0: different styles, different techniques. Yes. You know, Travis is probably the best punk rock drummer yeah. uh, really, like but he but could he could he play in Central Park and and make, you know, Oh,
1: could he? Okay. I don't know. I mean, you got to I'm sure he'd do well in Central Park. Also. Yeah, yeah,
0: he probably would. He probably would. But, you know, who knows? Could he play for Action Bronson?
1: Maybe not. Probably. <laughs> probably. <Maybe. laughs> probably. Definitely, probably. Yeah. definitely 100% could. 100%. Okay, I guess we have a last question, Marcus. I'll, I'll hand it to you.
0: Are you hand it to me. Okay. Anyone in, in New York City, please come to Central Park, see Saizon play. Where can people find you uh, for more information on you and your one man show?
2: You can find more information right now at my Instagram at Saison. Griffin G R I F F I N
0: And do you have do you have any advice for any drummers
2: starting out Oh that's a great question I love you for that Thank you Stretch 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 The most important part about drumming is taking care of your body because if you can't take care of your body correctly you shouldn't drum because that's what you're doing your whole entire you're using your whole entire body. And if you don't take care of your bones, your hands, your ligaments, it's easy to 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 get tunnel. It's easy to get such things as, as of that aspect. You're
0: leaning over a lot too, yes, right? Yes,
2: yes, and you're leaning over so it creates lots of stress in your shoulders, your neck. Do you
0: go for massages?
2: Oh, all, all the time. Really? I got I got a um Chiropractor. Oh, you
0: do. Yeah, like, yeah. Have you ever done like acupuncture
2: with the needles? No, I'm going to start. I actually am looking into that. Really? Yeah. yeah. I
0: would think that would that could help. I don't know, like the pressure points. I don't really know anything about that. Saison, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much. We we really appreciate uh all this. And, and by the way, I I'm a huge fan of drum drumming in general. I mean, I don't play at all, but this weekend I'm going to take you to Central Park. Legit. Oh,
0: we'll do it this weekend. Let's go see Let's Saizan. do it this weekend. I would love. That. Let's go see Saison. If you want to see the footage of us uh, watching Saison, sh- go hop on over to our Patreon page and and you can watch that. Marcus, what did you learn? I learned that there's so many different techniques, styles of drumming and also drumming in the park. Can be very lucrative but he's he's doing hard work it's not like it's an easy job he's there 12 hours a day that's insane to me uh what did you learn eric i learned
1: that if you're friends with action bronson he'll hook you up with weed, weed. and, I, and that, I
0: knew that was what you were good i knew a hundred percent that's what you were going to remember from this whole conversation Oh, <laughs> uh, if you're friends with action bronson there's free weed and shoes i'm marcus monroe i'm eric newman thanks so much for listening we'll see
1: you next week later guys buddy you want some action on the big game Maybe hit a parlay or two? Then listen to me, comedian Alex Pavone and the hilarious Steve Sylvester and my podcast on Paper House Network. It's a fun look at the world of sports gambling. I'll bet the house, you'll love it. Buddy, what's the bet
2: with Alex Pavone, only on Paper House Network.